Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Oh, hi there. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. We were just getting ready for a time of wonder, excitement, and discovery. You care to join us? You never know what'll happen next when you have an adventure in Odyssey. Where are we going? On a little trip. It is time for the tournament! Ah, but I've got so much more shopping left to do. Well, I'm talking about the Christmas spirit. You could be in the mines or the factories. Just push the red button. You've been dragging me at 100 miles an hour. Can you slow down, please? Sure. We'll get some hot chocolate from Mr. Whitaker while I go back over my Christmas list. Hi, Mr. Whitaker. Well, hello, Courtney. Help me, Mr. Whitaker. <laughs> What's wrong, Jenny? Is Courtney giving you a run for your money? <laughs> She's giving me a run for her money is more like it. She's been shopping all day. It hasn't been all day, Jenny. Just since this morning. What time is it? Uh, almost 4 o'clock. What? But I've got so much more shopping left to do. Still, who's left on your list? Everybody. Everybody? Then uh, who are all these packages for? Oh, they're mine. Uh, I kept finding things that I wanted. Uh, can we have two hot chocolates, Mr. Whitaker? We have to hurry, Jenny. Count me out. I've got to get home. I'll pass on the hot chocolate, Mr. Whitaker. Okay, just one, then. Coming right up. Uh, Courtney, I've been wanting to ask you something all day. Yeah? Um, we're putting together a Christmas program for my class. You know, at the School for the Blind. And I really need one more person to help. Can you do it? Me? Yeah, you'd be perfect. And, well, I'm stuck if you say no. But I've got a lot to do, Jenny. The shopping alone will take forever and... Uh, here's your hot chocolate, Courtney. Uh, thanks. You're welcome. You understand, don't you, Jenny? I'm just too busy right now. Sure. Just thought I'd ask. Any other time would have been okay. Well, Christmas programs are best done at Christmas. <laughs> right. Anyway, I should go now. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye, Mr. Whitaker. Oh, bye, Jenny. Uh, is everything all right? I hope so. She asked me to help with the program at the School for the Blind, and I had to say no. Oh? I've got a lot to do. Well, I'm sure you do. You're working with the Nativity program at City Hall, right? Uh, no. Oh, that's right. You're doing the pageant at the church. No. Well, you're involved with the Angel Tree Project, then. Uh-uh. I see. Hmm. I didn't have time for any of that stuff this year. You know how it is. I've been shopping and wrapping presents and... and... shopping some more and wrapping more presents. Yeah. You know, Courtney, this is just a passing observation, but I have to wonder if maybe you have things turned around a little. What do you mean? Well, I'm talking about the Christmas spirit. I have plenty of that. I watched Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol on TV last night. And my parents play a lot of Bing Crosby records. He does White Christmas. And that's all? No, he does a bunch of other Christmas songs, too. <laughs> that's not what I mean. I'm talking about the celebration of the birth of Christ, the spirit of giving, just as God gave to us. Oh, well, um, I'll watch It's a Wonderful Life on video tonight. That's it? What's wrong? You don't understand what I'm talking about, do you? Sure I do. Depending on what you're talking about. Come on. Where are we going? On a little trip. There. 
That gets rid of the partition so I can see you. No offense, Mr. Whitaker, but I really don't have time for an imagination station adventure. Oh, it won't take long. But where are we going? A number of places. I think it'll help you understand Christmas better. But I do understand. Maybe you think you understand up here in your head, but your actions say you may not understand right there in your heart. So we're going to have a look at the hearts of others who have celebrated Christmas in years past. But... Don't worry. I'll be with you. dining hall from the Middle Ages, I think. Look at that table and all that food. Uh, you won't see a feast like this in our day. Stuffed pike, jelly, roast porpoise, crawfish, and what's this? Ah, a bowl of wassail. Wow. Uh, what's wrong, Courtney? Haven't you ever seen a Christmas like this before? Sure, this is exactly how we do it at my house. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you have a coat of arms above the fireplace, too, huh? Of course, except... These people don't even have a Christmas tree. Oh. Mine is real tall and plastic with electric lights, aluminum icicles, and a revolving star on top. <laughs> well, Christmas trees as we know them haven't come along yet, and neither have department stores. What? How can they have Christmas without department stores? With the hustle and bustle surrounding Christmas here, they wouldn't have had time for things like that. Just watch. The lord of the house returns from the hunt. A hunt? Many of the nobles would go boar hunting on Christmas morning after the Christmas worship. Um, Mr. Whitaker, hmm? won't they be upset that they have a couple of uninvited guests around? Well, didn't I tell you? I programmed it so they can't see us. We're strictly observers. Oh, good. Come in, come in. The table is spread and the festivities are to begin. Lady Catherine, my most precious jewel, has outdone the king himself. I defy any man to show me a grander feast or a more beautiful wife. No. I raise a toast to the day. <laughs> my lords and ladies, I present to you our minstrels. My lord, ladies and gentlemen, we humbly stand before you to tell of that most wondrous Christmas event, whereupon you'll be delighted by the recognition of it as we play. For we speak of none other than our beloved Saint George himself and the evil dragon which he slew in order to save Sabra, the king's daughter. If you will not believe what I do or say, come in, Saint George. Clear the way! St. George! <clears throat> Here I come, St. George! From Britain did I spring. I'll fight the dragon bold, my wonders to begin. I'll clip his wings, he shall not fly. I'll cut him down, or else I die. Where art thou, dragon? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it that seeks the dragon's blood and calls so angry and so loud that 
English dog! Will he before me stand? I'll cut him down with my courageous hand! <laughs> with my long teeth and scurvy jaw! Of such I'd break up half a score! And stay my stomach till I'd more! <laughs> you wicked dragon! Would you withstand a blow from this mighty sword in hand? For the sake of the captive, with brow so fair, I vow to save her from your evil lair. Stand forth, son of Satan, to meet your doom and taste eternal death and gloom. <laughs> A soldier great, my wound reveals what God's own power could not conceal. A saint you are for the maiden's soul to save, while I press on to death's darkened grave. Ah. <laughs> my champion! Beloved Sabra! What did that have to do with Christmas? Well, the story supposedly happened on Christmas Day. St. George was the patron saint of England during this time. It demonstrates the essence of Christmas, the victory of good over evil, Christ over Satan. These sorts of plays were a large part of the overall celebration. My lord, the knights are ready. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> to the courtyard. It is time for the tournament. Tournaments? You mean like tennis? Well, not exactly. Tournaments in those days meant jousting, spear throwing, races, a public test of the knight's valor and honor. It was part of the grandeur of Christmas. Well, let's go and see. Uh, no, we have to leave. But I want to see the tournaments. There's too much left to do. Come on. But that's no fair. We came all this way, just for a little while. But I thought we had to hurry so you could get back and finish your shopping. Oh, well... Well? What else do you have? What now? Why is it so dark? It's dark because Christmas went dark. Huh? Well, as time went on, the festivities got out of hand. A lot of people forgot what they were celebrating. The celebration of the season became an excuse to run wild, to do the wrong things. They even had riots. Wow. Christmas became a mockery of what it was supposed to be. So church leaders grew impatient, then intolerant of it, and in the enthusiasm of their good intentions, almost destroyed the season completely. Follow me. Now gather thyself in troops, O daughter Where of are troops. we? London, 1657. Really? They this isn't so bad. Watch. But I thought you said the season was almost destroyed. The These people seem like they're... Shh. Watch. Ephrathah. Though thou be little, <laughs> though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from from everlasting. Mr. Whitaker. Don't worry, no one can see or hear us. And this man shall be the peace. Stop, sir. 
Why on this day, the 25th of December, a day that is not the Sabbath, do you hold services? It is against the law to hold prayer services. Prayer services? And who is it for whom you pray on this odd day? For our government? Well, not only for our government, but for all Christian kings, princes, and governors. Then in doing so, you pray for the kings of our enemies. You pray treason. Father, it's not true. Hush, hush, daughter. Then speak the truth. This is not merely a prayer service, but a service for Christmas and a sacrilege as well. This is not a sacrilege. Why, contrary to the ordinance made, do you observe such a superstitious time as the nativity? It is a pagan holiday and outlawed. It is the birth of our saviour and to be honoured. You will stop this ignorant ceremony and go your separate ways. I will not. Then we defy you to continue, knowing that the consequence will be your own suffering. Guards! Mr. Whitaker, they won't get hurt, will they? Watch. I will read scripture. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You forced me to take action. We cannot tolerate this sacrilege. Captain, take him. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and... Mr. Whitaker! You asked for it. Give me that musket. No, stop it. Stop it. Who said that? Who called out? I thought you said they couldn't hear me. I don't know. I guess I still have a few glitches in the program. Who said that? Who spoke? I'm sorry, sir. I did. You can't do this. It's wrong. Captain, where did that voice come from? I, I don't know. It came from back there. It, it came from nowhere. I'm right here. They can't hear you anymore. It is the work of demons. <gasps> demons? Bring them all to the prison. We will discuss this matter and turn them over to the magistrate. What will happen to them? They may be fined or put in prison. I don't get it. They weren't rioting or causing trouble. It was just a little service. The innocent suffer with the guilty. Christmas was outlawed for all. It became a season like any other season, a day like any other day. You would have hated it. No Christmas sales. So what happened next? Christmas didn't stay outlawed. You're sure you don't want to hurry back? I have a couple more minutes. All right. In spite of the many edicts and ordinances of men, the Christmas spirit lived on. Powers changed, the government came and went, and the desire for Christmas returned. Christmas became a time when people gathered together for good fellowship. It didn't matter if you were rich or poor. Everyone was caught up in the season's joy and kindness. Imagine the crackling fire, the carols sung, the holly and the mistletoe, the goose, the Christmas pudding, the Christmas tree, you make it sound good, but where are we? This place looks terrible. It's another dining hall. I wouldn't want to eat here. Look at those children. They're in rags. Is this Christmas? It sure is. Yeah, but where? It looks like something from a Christmas carol. You know, Dickens. You're close. Oh? Does that mean Mr. Scrooge will be showing up soon? Scrooge was fictional, but this isn't. 
It's an orphanage around the same time that Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol. And it was because of that story and Scrooge's fictional conversion that the spirit of Christmas was rekindled in people's hearts. What do you mean? Well, you see, Dickens lived in an age of industrial revolution when poverty was rampant, especially among children. But his little story helped remind everyone that every age has its tragedies. But Christmas often takes us out of their reach. Yeah. For just one day out of the year, maybe we can look beyond our circumstances and look to the one who died so we can have eternal life. But Dickens made it very clear that it takes a changed heart to understand the importance of Christmas. Because a changed heart can overcome anything, even poverty like this. Good morning, children. Good morning, mistress. And a very Merry Christmas to you all. It is Christmas, you know. Why so many gloomy faces? We should be making merry. Yes, ma'am, we know it's Christmas, but... But what, Hannah? Speak up, my girl. What do we have to make it merry? Now, that's a good question. But I'll tell you what we don't have to make us merry. Chores, for example. <gasps> you mean, Mum, we won't have to do no chores? No chores, Matthew. Nor schoolwork. Even arithmetic, Mum? Even arithmetic, Samuel. Oh, thank you. <coughs> arithmetic gives me such a headache. We will make it a day to celebrate. First we'll have breakfast and then a small worship service to wish our Lord a most blessed birthday. And then sledding and... How can we do this after breakfast when we... Well, when we have no food for breakfast. We must have faith, children. Can't eat no faith, Mom. God has provided for us up till now. He will continue to do so, I'm most sure. Yeah, I suppose that's why he made us all orphans, to celebrate Christmas like this. I will not have such talk. Not on this of all days. You could be in the mines or the factories. Aye, I was living on the streets but for Mistress Bailey finding me. We have to be grateful for what we have. That's right. So come, children, let's go to our little chapel and pray. Perhaps if we pray heartily, the Lord will be so impressed that he can't help but send us breakfast, knowing that we will eat to his glory and spend the day celebrating his generosity. Hey? Can't we do something for them? What? You're kidding. We don't have time for that. Uh, uh, do we? You're teasing me. I just thought maybe we could get them some food. Oh, I wish we could, but we can't. I think it's time to go home now. Home? Uh-huh. Just push the red button. Except for a few modifications, the way people celebrate Christmas in America in the 20th century isn't much different from the Victorian Christmas. The tree, the mistletoe, presents, so much of it is unchanged. Well, that's it. Thank you, Mr. Whitaker. I hope you learned something. I think so, but I don't feel very good about it. Oh, what do you mean? I'd feel a lot better if I could have helped those orphans in London. Oh, well, Courtney, that was London a long time ago. The needs and pain of those children are gone. But that's so sad. It was. But you know... There are children in our own time who need help. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I'll leave you with one last thought, Courtney. The Christmas spirit can survive many things. Tragedy, poverty, persecution. But one thing it cannot overcome is a heart that isn't willing to change. Well, you better hurry. The stores are supposed to close early today. See ya.
Wait, Mr. Whitaker, what if I don't feel like shopping anymore? Mr. Whitaker! How do I get out of this thing? Where's that button for the door? Oh, there. Mr. Whitaker, what if I want to help? What if... Wait a minute. Hey, this isn't Wit's End. Mr. Whitaker! Something's wrong. Where am I? This is somebody's house. Oh, no, Jenny, don't be like that. Hi, Jenny. Mrs. Roberts, I can explain this. Jenny? I'm sorry, Mom, but what else am I going to do? What's going on? Hello? I'm sure we can come up with something. Anything would be better than canceling the whole program. It's not just the program. What's going on here? You can't see me. Oh, I get it. Then what's wrong? It's just that I didn't think it was a lot to ask. You know, get a few people to help with the program at the school. Make a few of the kids happy. I know, darling, but people are very busy this time of year. Yeah, that's what everyone kept saying. Even Courtney. I thought she was my best friend. I am. She is. But she couldn't help because she had shopping to do. Well, I don't get it, Mom. It was just a little Christmas program. A nativity scene. Don't cry, Jenny. Oh, honey, that's all right. Maybe we can think of something else to do. I don't want to do anything else. Nobody else cares. Why should I care? I'm sorry, Jenny. I care. Honest. Sweetheart. I'll help with your program, Jenny. Can you hear me? Mr. Whitaker, I know you're around here somewhere. Make me visible. Let her hear me, please. Please! What's going on? Mr. Whitaker? Oh, hello, Courtney. You're back. But this is Wit's End. Uh-huh. But I was at Jenny's house. I wanted to talk to her. Well, there's no reason why you can't. Uh, Jenny! Hi, Mr. Whitaker. Courtney? Jenny! What are you doing here? I thought you were home. I forgot my person came back to get it. What's wrong? Why are you so upset? Because, um, uh, I've been thinking about it and... I'm sorry. Sorry? Yeah, I've been really selfish and... And if it's okay, I want to help you do your Christmas program at your school. You are still doing it, right? Sure. You really want to? I mean, I thought you had a lot of shopping left to do. Shopping? You know what your problem is, Jenny? You just don't understand the Christmas spirit. What? I'll tell you about it while we walk home. Okay. See you, Mr. Whitaker. Bye, girls. Oh, thanks, Mr. Whitaker. And Merry Christmas. See, it all started when the angels first announced the birth of Jesus. <laughs> In all of history, there's no better Christmas than the one we celebrate right now. Merry Christmas. for joining us for this special Christmas adventure. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. A Time for Christmas was written and directed by Paul McCusker. Our production engineer was Dave Arnold. And our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. Merry Christmas! <laughs>